Fables Radio, an unofficial audio adaptation of the graphic novel series Fables by Bill Willingham. Chapter 3. Blood Tells. believe you. You make a half-decent good cop, Snow. Why do you insist on badgering suspects like you're a one-man lynch mob? Guessing the talk, doesn't it? Sure, if you call threatening you talking. If we'd done it your way, Bluebeard would have danced around the issue for an hour while you made nice, kissed his ass, and then thanked him for the opportunity. Antagonizing him was not the logical alternative. I caught him off guard, and I got a direct answer. Whether it was the truth or not, I don't know, but he said something. And now we can prove him right or wrong. Bluebeard willingly gave us proof of both his engagement to Rose and the dowry. We'll confirm if the contracts are real. He didn't seem too surprised when I claimed his fiance was dead. That seemed normal to you. He's seen his share of violence. I suppose he's used to it by now. No, he already knew about Rose and was all ready to grandstand with that bounty he's offering. Now the question is, how did he find out? Either he had something to do with all this or someone is spreading gossip. Only a handful of people know about Rose Red's apartment. That's not entirely true. <sighs> what happened? Yesterday you traipsed into the lobby with Jack in handcuffs, that's what. The community's small, Bigby. People talk. Cindy knew by this morning that Rose had gone missing. And who told her? She wouldn't say. <sighs> I'm gonna wring that little puppet's neck. Let me know if Blue and the Chimp find anything on that computer. Wait. What did you have Blue doing this morning? Uh, running some tests for me. We need to know if there's a clock ticking. You mean you need to know if Rose is alive or not? Yeah. <sighs> All right then. Hmm. Please, Miss White, won't you come in? Who's next? Excuse me? You seem to be checking off a list of every fable with a bad reputation. I want to go with you. <sighs> you can't. I've helped you on cases before. It'd be a conflict of interest, no. I understand that I'm family, but I think my position as deputy mayor affords... Am I a suspect? You have motive. <sighs> From a lifetime ago! Still relevant. You might as well put me on the list if Prince Charming ever shows up dead. <sighs> you and the rest of the ex-wives. <sighs> Listen, Snow, I'm sorry about all this, I'm just... Just doing your job. I know. Speaking of my ex-husband, I have a lunch to get to. Watch your wallet. You have one message from your Prince Charming. Good morning, Molly darling. I hope you managed some sleep last night. So sorry to leave you on your own today, but I made plans to meet up with some old friends in town. You were a dear picking up the bill for me like that yesterday. Rest assured that tonight I will spend every waking moment making it up to you. I held myself to your spare apartment key and some money from your purse. I didn't want to wake you to ask, and I knew you wouldn't mind. I'll be camping here with you for a few days, if it doesn't put you out too much. Oh, and while you slept, I dashed out to retrieve my luggage from the Port Authority baggage check. I dropped off a couple of suits with the dry cleaners downstairs. Be a dear for me and pick them up, won't you? Also, if you have a moment, could you do a load of laundry for me? Just a few items in my suitcase. Carefully follow the washing instructions on the labels. I can scarce contain my yearning for you. But alas, 
I must temper myself and await for your exquisite touch this evening. Think of me fondly while I'm out. Charming. See you tonight, my darling. All my affection. Ah, good morning, Miss White. You look impeccable as usual. Thank you for making time for me. Wouldn't have missed it for the world. I'm dying to know who you're sponging off these days. Oh, it's comforting to know that you haven't lost any of your venom over the years, lovey. I hope you don't mind. I've uh, started without you. Can we move this along, then? Unlike you, I have responsibilities. Yes, I've heard that you are running the entire show over here now. And that's what I want to talk to you about. Let me guess. You want me to use my office to get you out of trouble or manipulate someone with money? No, nothing like that at all. I thought of a way to replenish my funds without cheating anyone. Do tell. Decided to auction it all off. My royal title, my lands, estates, the whole principality. All I need from you is to spread the word around the Fable community. Focus your energies on the rich ones, of course. <laughs> You've gone dotty, sweetheart. Why would anyone pay good money to buy lands under the adversary's dominion? He declared himself emperor, remember? Your royal title has no authority here or back home. Ah, that's the beauty of it. Remembrance Day is in less than a week. This is the one time of year where everyone's all nostalgic for the homelands. You know, if we act fast, someone will buy it on nothing but hope and the off chance will actually win them back someday. Why would I help you swindle my citizens? Some nostalgia of your own, perhaps? For the good old times? We had no good old times. Oh, I don't think you're remembering them clearly enough. You cheated on me with my sister. Oh, please, the minx seduced me. So thoroughly not the point. Here's your bill, darling. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, um, would you mind? It appears I've forgotten my wallet. Crawl back into the bed of whatever poor, unsuspecting Monday girl you're shacking up with and leave me alone. By the way, Rose Red has actually gone missing, under some frightening circumstances from what we can tell. I'm sorry to hear that. That is, you are upset about this, correct? It's just occurred to me that you showing up now is remarkable timing. Perhaps you should be on our list of suspects. <laughs> you're reaching, darling. I assume you'll be staying in town to your big payout? That is my intention. Good. The sheriff will be in touch. Just relax, Crispin. You wanted to know if Cinderella has been fraternizing with the wrong sort, Sheriff. And I am giving you irrefutable proof. <sighs> she goes around dumping cash on designer shoes. Goodness knows what has into the black market when we can barely keep the doors open. So what, you think that Cindy's stealing money? Don't you keep records for that sort of thing? And guess who's in charge of our books? <sighs> right. I wouldn't be surprised if she's got some rich geezer on the line for all the clothes, the shoes, the unscheduled personal time. Maybe she's leeching off some sugar daddy for all he's worth, just waiting to drop him for her next big meal ticket. Nothing wrong with that in the charter, strictly speaking. But I'm afraid Cinderella's involved in something illegal. We can't afford the Mondays looking in on our business practices, trying to crack some smuggling ring or whatever it is she's doing. Uh -huh. Damn it. I'm sorry, Crispin. The time got away from me. Again. Long lunch break. <laughs> Exceedingly. How you doing, Cindy? Been better. Bit of a morning, right? Can we talk somewhere? <sighs> Please don't tell me you've worn out those wingtips already. It's only been 20 years, Big. When I said they were one of a kind, I meant it. Not here about my shoes. Wish you'd let me dress you too. I mean, I get the hard-boiled detective shtick. It works for you, but there comes a time when vintage becomes antique. I want to ask you about Rose Red. Ugh, jeez. Yeah, come on back. 
What did you buy this time? Uh-uh. No touching. Custom orders. Uh-huh, really? Uh, for who? Don't worry about it. I've got it handled. Do you see what I'm dealing with? Just take a breath, Crispin. I'll look into it. What's with all the bags? You don't sell the shoes you like to wear? Most of them are special orders for customers. Most? <laughs> Maybe a few for myself. I have particular tastes. Tastes you can afford. You sound like Crispin. Sorry. When a citizen makes an official complaint, I gotta follow up. <laughs> He's finally gone on the record? Swell. Maybe he'll stop leaving passive-aggressive brochures about employee theft on my desk. He'll cool off eventually. Have you met Crispin? What did you want to ask me? You've got your ear to the pipe most days. When did you last see Rose? We don't really run in the same circles. She doesn't really hang around Fabletown much anymore. Tends to crash with her Monday friends. Anything would help. Mm, God. The last time I saw her was... Around the last big breakup with Jack? About a year ago. What happened? Huge blow-up in the middle of Bullfinch Street. Then, a few months later, she shows up at the Remembrance Day Ball on Bluebeard's arm instead of Jack's. They were macking on each other all night. Yeah, I heard about that. You actually gonna go this year? I was there last year. Are you gonna do something other than sit in a corner? Hmm, I don't have a tux. I could hook you up. There's an elf on my floor. Does a little tailoring on the side. We'll see. You were saying? Rose and Bluebeard? Is it true what they're saying about her apartment? Not supposed to discuss an open investigation. <laughs> but you're going to anyway. What are they saying? No more happily ever after. Written out in her blood. Folks are freaking out, dropping the A word. It's a little early to jump to the adversary. It's gotta be a prank, right? A fucked up prank, but still. You'd tell me if you thought it was him, right? The Dark Emperor of the Homelands is pretty low on my list of suspects. <sighs> Maybe Rose told Amundi what she was, and they freaked out. Nah, the crime scene was too theatrical. This was violent. Personal. More likely from inside the community. You think a fable did this? The writing on the wall was supposed to cause a panic. Maybe trick us into thinking that the adversary called a hit. Uh, I don't know, Bigby. Not sure a fable would do that to someone. What about Bluebeard? What about him? He didn't seem terribly surprised when I sprung the news on him. Already had plans to offer a reward for Rose Red's killer. So you think she's dead? Where'd you hear about all this? Who told you about Rose? There was a crowd of us chatting in the Woodlands lobby the other day. I don't remember who brought it up. And did you tell anybody? Bluebeard, maybe? I might have let it slip during coffee. <sighs> You're serious? <sighs> don't look at me like that. I don't make it a habit. Guy's not exactly known for his skills with the ladies. Now, now, Cindy, you know the rules. Fable shall not judge another fable for the alleged actions before the amnesty. <sighs> I wouldn't call a house full of mounted wives' heads alleged behavior. How long have you been seeing him? I'm not. We've gone out a few times. It's not like I'm moving in with him or anything. If a handsome, charming, rich guy wants to buy me dinner, somewhere public, I'm allowed to take him up on it. It's been... Amicable. You think Rose had the same arrangement in mind? I think she was looking to piss off Jack. You know when she broke it off with Bluebeard? Not sure. Their relationship was always a little... vague. Didn't see them together after the ball. And he's never mentioned her to me. Maybe it was a one-time thing. When did she and Jack get back together? Who knows? They break up every other decade. She always takes him back. You think maybe Jack had enough? 
went over the edge and took it out on Rose? And here I thought I gave you the best gossip. Thanks for the chat, Cindy. Keep your nose clean. And maybe stay clear of Bluebeard. Yes, sir. Miss White, I think we found something. What is it, Blue? We have Jack's bank account open. How did you get in? It seems that he wrote out his important passwords on a post-it stuck to the computer. Along with a few other notes. <sighs> he is such a train wreck. Lucky for us, though, right? Reviewing the bank statements, I see a rather large influx of money from one year ago. Let me see. That's... wow. That's a lot of zeros. Not the exact amount, but the timing is close enough to be suspicious. Looks like Jack made steady withdrawals every few weeks after the initial deposit. The most recent one was a week ago. All the withdrawals told to about $30,000. Wow. 30? Wait a moment, can I see those notes again, Miss White? Uh, sure, here. Uh-huh. There we are. Take a look at this one. B.F. Is that a W? His handwriting is atrocious. B.F.W. 1368. Start at 10K, max 30K. This is dated six days ago. 30K is short for 30,000, I would think. That's some walking around money. Perhaps Jack was negotiating a large payment of some kind. Payment for what, though? And to whom? BFW1368. Is it an address, maybe? Maybe he's talking about here in the building. Apartment 1368. Well, who lives there? Only witches and wizards on the 13th floor. I can look up the resident of that apartment. BFW. No, don't bother. Black Forest Witch. Frau Totenkinder? Shall I inform the sheriff, ma'am? No, I'll go talk to her. We have a bit of a rapport. I think. See what else you can find. Yes, ma'am. Would you like any sugar, my dear? No, thank you. That's plenty. Oh, my. Frau Totenkinder, can I have a word? It's not wise to frighten an old woman like that. Gaffa wolf. I'm within my rights to enter any room in the building if I think a crime's been committed. What? Is she not using the good china? Snow. Would you like some tea? Or a biscuit, perhaps? I'll get you another cup. Yeah, I'm good. Have a seat, won't you? Uh, thanks. What about conflict of interest? Didn't you understand? Stop butting into my investigation. Or what? You'll make me a suspect? Why are you even here? You and Rose have a history with the witch. Frau Totenkinder has a history with just about every fable in town. If there's a witch mentioned in one of the old tales, it's probably her. Her name is German for child eater. You're poking around in the dark. Just sit quiet and let me do my job. Final warning. Here you are. What was it you would ask of me? Have you heard about Rose Red's disappearance? Mm, no, I'm afraid I haven't. Your sister, correct, Miss White? Twin? Yes, ma'am. You're sure you haven't had any recent contact with her? Oh, my, no. I don't receive many visits of a social nature. What about other than social? Have you ever had any issues with her? Bigby. Spirited girl. Always kind to me. I hope that nothing wicked has befallen her. That's what I'm trying to find out. 
I've been good, Gaffawolf. Yeah, your record's been clean since you came to town, but I can't help but wonder if you haven't been turned back to your old eating habits. What do you say, Granny? Growing tired of the taste of gingerbread? Bigby, now is not the time to... <laughs> Age has certainly not bestowed you with a wiser temperament, Gaffawolf. You think me a murderer? You question my loyalty. My neighbors and I have expended a great deal of power and effort to protect Fabletown. I have a great fondness for this community. It is my home, and I harbor a great respect for our new deputy mayor and her sister. But do not mistake me. Pettiness, jealousy, rage. These are of no concern to me. To think that any of you, despite my fondness, could ever incense me to kill? <laughs> small deeds for small minds. If anyone was to ever earn my ire, even now, in my old age, there are far superior punishments to murder. <laughs> and there would certainly be no evidence for you to find. I see. He did not mean to give offense, Frau Totenkinder. <laughs> None was taken, my dear. Gafferwolf is an impassioned protector to a fault. <sighs> I'm afraid I must request that you leave, Sheriff. I'm quite tired. Of course, we can leave you to rest. You, my dear, are welcome to stay. So rarely I find myself with friendly visitors. Thank you for your time. One moment, Sheriff. Frau, I'm afraid we were interrupted before you had a chance to answer the question I had. Ah, uh, yes. You had asked me about a boy. Jack of the Tales, ma'am. Jack of the Tales, yes. <laughs> Bit of a troublemaker, is he not? What about Jack? I have evidence that suggests that last week he was planning to meet with you. Or perhaps already has? Yes, he stopped by. Bit of a rush. Terribly impolite. Fidgety. Seemed to be under the impression that he could treat me like some sort of common street peddler. He shoved a pile of paper at me and expected it to be worth my skills. What was he looking to purchase? Glamour magics to alter the appearance. Why would he need a glamour? I did not ask. It was of little interest to me. And I do not accept lump sums of cash. You deal in favors. <laughs> and more valuable currency. The boy did not have the stomach for it. I assume he took his business elsewhere. He seemed rather glum when I turned him away, but he did not make much of a fuss. Thank you, Frau Dodenkinder. You've been remarkably helpful. Any time, dear. And please do stop by soon if the mood ever strikes you. I do enjoy our visits.
Can I go now? No. But I answered your questions. Oh, God. What did he say? Snow. Snow. Tell him to let me out. Come on. He's being nuts. I didn't do this. Said that he was trying to buy the glamour for a friend. I, I was. Do you believe him? Not when he won't give me a name. Oh, come on. Snow, you gotta stay out of this. On behalf of the mayor, I am demanding an update. Besides the information I just uncovered for you. I still have a few nagging details to figure out about the case. Implying that you've already solved most of it? I figured out the bulk of it within the first hour. I pretty much know what happened and most of how, but I'm still short on some of the who and why. Planning on filling me in? When I can prove all of it. You can be one frustrating son of a bitch. True, but she was never less than loving and nurturing. Best mother a wolf could want. Mm, hold on. Yeah. Jesus, man, do you know how many phones I had to call to track you down? What do you want, Pinocchio? What is it? I gotta take this. Snow, I promise I will tell you and the mayor if I find anything solid. Okay? Fine, thank you. I'll be in my office. Hey, Wolf, did you hear me? <sighs> Listen up, you little punk. I swear to God, if you ran your mouth to anybody around what? town, I'm gonna- No, I said we're done. Alright, how many bags did it take? Yeah, uh, 17. You sure? Pretty sure. Count it again. What? We already did it. Twice! I said count it again. <laughs> Stop recording! Come on, baby. You know the rules. You lose a round, you finish the drink. <laughs> alright, alright. <sighs> Lovely. <laughs> okay, okay. Top up my glass quick. Looks like Jack is the sole owner of Dream Worlds with a Z. Some kind of online adventure tours company he's been trying to take public for nearly a year. I was, uh, I was hoping you'd gone upstairs for the night so that I could put this off till morning. It looks like he lost a bundle in investments, and a lot of those investors have been harassing him for their money back. So I, um, I looked it up. And the average adult female has a little more than nine pints of blood. Rose's dowry would have taken a significant chunk out of Jack's debt. Maybe they got into a fight over the money. Snow. Mm -hmm. What did you say? Since the exile, have you ever seen Rose with paper cuts, bruises, anything like that? I don't remember, I suppose. What does that have to do with anything? Do you bleed easy? No. <sighs> Not many Mondays know the story of Rose Red, except for maybe a passing connection to you. Whenever Mojo keeps us long-lived affects her too, but something violent. Like what went down in the apartment. Don't say it. Irreversible shock occurs when more than 40% of the blood in the human body is lost. The boys measured. At least six pints of blood spilled in her apartment. No Monday could survive that. And Rose is as good as mortal. Is that your official statement, Sheriff? Yes. I don't think that this case is time-sensitive any longer, other than to catch Rose Red's murderer. I understand. I'm sorry, Snow. Thank you, Sheriff. That will be all. You need to get some rest. I need to be alone right now, actually. Yeah.
Chapter 3. Next time on Fables Radio, Chapter 4, Borrowed Time. <laughs>